What it do, y'all? Y'all already know what it is with me, man. I just want to say thank you to everybody that's been tuning in to the Party Mo Live PML. Justice J, thank you. DJ Rick, thank you. Big Ivan and Big June, thank you. And me, Bishop King, again, I thank you. Each and every Wednesday, man, the Party Mode Live, PML from 8 to 10 on GoGo Radio, GoGo TV. Man, we on the Fire Stick. We on Spotify. We on Roku TV. We on Amazon. We on Apple TV. We on Android TV. And we everywhere. Just as long as we better be on your TV. Each and every Wednesday, 8 to 10, Party Mode Live, the party before the party. We thank you. We appreciate everything. Continue to rock with us. Continue to run this marathon. Because we ain't going nowhere. The number one show on GoGo Radio, GoGo TV. As y'all can see, I'm home chilling. And I just wanted to show some appreciation. Okay? Come on, Joe. Joe. Give you all of my attention. Pure Romance Consultant, Pure Romance by Esther. Make sure you guys check out my website at www.pureromance.com slash E-S-T-H-E-R. And also, make sure you guys tune in each and every Wednesday to Party Mode Live because guess what? During the Bedroom Talk segment, I will be giving out a special code for you guys to get a special discount when you shop with me. So make sure you guys are tuning in each and every Wednesday to Party Mode Live, the party before the party. I'm your girl, Justice J, also known as Pure Romance by Esther. Are you looking to find your ideal lifestyle? At Metropolitan Living Realty Group, we are the premier realty group who put you first. Our boutique real estate firm is comprised of an elite team of experienced, knowledgeable and dedicated real estate professionals focused on your success. With our unique blend of cutting-edge thinking and highly personal real estate representation, we simply enjoy assisting our clients find their ideal lifestyle through home ownership. Contact us today. Roberta, and I've never had it so good with the Diva by Cindy product line. The stimulating shampoo, the stimulating conditioner, use it, you'll be glad you did. Hi, my name is Lisa, 
and my hair has never had it so good. I use the Super Grow Hair Dress from Diva by Cindy. This product causes no itching. It allows my hair to be shiny and bouncy, and it actually makes my hair grow. Hi, I'm Joy, and I use the hair polish by Diva by Cindy. I love this product because whether I wear my hair naturally curly or straighten it out, it always keeps the flyaways to a bare minimum. That you want products that are going to moisturize your hair, but not to weigh it down. And what I like about the hair polish is that it leaves my hair feeling soft, silky, in its natural state. It's not worn down at all. So that's why I like this. Nice sheen. It's not dry at all. Our hair has never had it so good with Diva by Cindy. Rick Entertainment. Big Sound. Professional equipment. Competitive pricing. Who else you gonna go with? DJ Rick can handle all your live sound needs at any event in the DMV. Large or small. Indoors, outdoors, weddings, barbecues, and even your friendly neighborhood protests. You need an experienced and professional sound man? Call DJ Rick Entertainment. 202-749-7903. That's 202-749-7903. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I know what you're thinking. Man, DJ Rick got my event sounding so good. How can I live stream it on the internet? Well, guess what? DJ Rick offers live streaming services too. So you can Facebook and YouTube your event worldwide with full audio fidelity. Call DJ Rick Entertainment, 202-749-7903. Or send them an email, djrick4321 at gmail.com. That's djric4321 at gmail.com. Big Sal at competitive prices. And now live stream, DJ Rick Entertainment. Who else you gonna go with? Thank you. 
a party mode live where a party is a party party is a party everywhere this your boy dj rick man happy birthday going out to my main man rock and rob happy birthday to my little brother and let's get started we're going back to the original to the original party mode your first time make sure you put up the number one make sure you share we gotta get these shares out 
I think I feel good for my my two hosts. God damn it. Hey, that's racial. I want, I want something. I can't toss my damn hair. Are you Man, welcome everybody to Party Mo Live with the party and the party party ain't no party, man. We party everywhere. Bishop King. Just as And your boy DJ Rick, man. Welcome to Party Mo If this your first time, make sure you put up the number one. Make sure you share it. Keep sharing it. Keep sharing it. Keep sharing it. And keep sharing y'all tuning in for another crazy episode of party mode live um before we even get started i do want to say that the thoughts of um justice j expressed by justice j tonight are solely the thoughts of party mode live because collectively we all agree <laughs> that what i say be on point no, so huh <laughs> i was talking to john before we get crazy <laughs> so yeah um again like i said um, we're going to speak facts to you guys tonight. We are not solely speaking <clears throat> opinions. Um, but before we actually get into that, let me shout out our show sponsors. Shout out to all of our show sponsors tonight. Shout out to the PVP Originals. Make sure you guys follow her on Instagram at PVP Originals for all of your photography, videography, and apparel needs. You can send all of your inquiry emails to pvporiginals at gmail.com. Next, if you know somebody that is throwing a party and you need sound and entertainment, make sure you guys hit up DJ Rick Sound and Entertainment for all of your DJ services and professional sound and live streaming needs. You can reach him at 202-749-7903 or an email uh, can go directly to him at djrick4321 at gmail.com. Next, shout out to Ms. Mac Marketing. We greatly appreciate you, Ms. Mac Marketing, LLC. You can reach her at 848-236-5026 for all of your marketing needs. Next, we have Pure Romance by Esther, the me. Everything that you need concerning the bedroom, to get things started outside of the bedroom, to finish things in the bedroom, or whatever room that you need it finished in, visit my website at pureromance.com slash E-S-T-H-E-R, and your code for tonight is SHOP10. All right, you guys, 
moving right along. We got Metropolitan Living Realty Group. Um, we have been having Miss Wanda Farrar on the show with our uh, our monthly Ask the Broker segment. Make sure you guys tune in. I believe the next show that you'll be on is April 13th. I think that is the date. Um, if not, I'll get it corrected by the end of the show. But um, for all of your realty needs, you can reach out to Miss Wanda Farrar with Metropolitan Living Realty Group at metropolitanlivingrealtygroup.com. Next, ladies, if you're looking for a day spa experience, make sure you all reach out to Diva by Cindy for your Diva Day Spa experience for all of your healing, change and transformation, massage, facials, and so much more. V-steams, all of it. Foot detox. Ladies, it is springtime almost, and y'all about to have y'all feet out. Go get your foot detox and so much more, okay? She can be reached at 410-429-4729, or you can visit divadayspamd.com. All right, y'all, let's jump on into this. For those of you who have uh, never seen the show before, this is a segment that we call Let's Talk About It, where you guys give us a topic that you want addressed or something just happened that it was, you know, over the weekend that was just so crazy that we had to address it. And with everything that is going on with all the festivities that is occurring right now in GoGo, we are talking about the March Mayhem, none other than the March Mayhem. Oh, my goodness, the go-go March Mayhem madness. If you guys weren't in the building, I'm going to say that you guys missed a good weekend. Um, I'm not going to say great. I'm not going to say great. I will say a good weekend. It was definitely a good start to the tournament. Um, for Saturday, it was MOB versus the one band. And whew. so we're going to break this up into segments, okay, you guys, because it's just a lot to talk about. So Saturday show, we're going to talk about Sunday show on the second half of the show, okay? But MOB versus the one band Saturday. I was in the building. I did not catch the entire show of MOB, but from what everybody was telling me about, they didn't do that great, but they didn't do that terrible. Going off of the judges' cards, though, um, I do have copies of the judges' cards, so I know exactly what the scores were. But going off of the judges' cards, they did okay for them to not be together that long. I think they haven't even been together for a year yet. So for them to be able to come into a competition like that and bring what they brought, I'm going to say kudos to you guys. Mm-hmm. Now, the one band. I've had nothing but love for the one band um and these thoughts right here that i'm expressing currently are the thoughts solely of justice j and justice j only because they are mixed thoughts about what i'm about to say but um i have had nothing but love for the one band and with that being said because i know what the one band can sound like and has sounded like in the past i was not impressed with the way the one band sounded saturday i was highly disappointed and I was disappointed because they've sounded better. I've heard them sound better. So when I heard what they did, I was like, this is it? Because I know you guys can do more. So coming from a fan standpoint, and I can't even say a fan standpoint, but from a media standpoint, um, it was okay. I felt like these are the thoughts that actually myself, BJ, and Montana had discussed that Saturday at the show, which I thought was really funny because they they stole exactly what I said and talked about it on. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, everything that I said were the thoughts that they that they addressed. But 
Um, I was like, man, I can't wait until Wednesday so I can talk about this on party mode because y'all are stealing exactly what I said. <clears throat> but it just felt like I was at a regular show. It felt like a show with lights. It felt like they didn't take it serious enough because I know, again, what the one band can bring. I don't know what MOB can bring because, like I said, they just formed. So I'm, I'm not too familiar with them. But for the one band, I need y'all to step it up just because I know what y'all can do. Y'all have great people in that band that can do so much more. Yes, it was only round one, but round one, you got to come out with a bang. And I just didn't feel like it, it was a bang. Either one of y'all got thoughts on on. Oh, yeah. Okay. What are your thoughts? I've seen clips from it, and I'm going to be very honest. Y'all know how I am. This is the thoughts of DJ Rick. You sound like some total it. Because you could have, what I've heard y'all, plenty of times and i got cds of you so i know what you sound like you sound like you was in rehearsal somewhere i'm just being honest you sound like you was in rehearsal and my thing is is when you're going into competition like that i don't know what your thoughts was but if your thoughts are going into a competition like that and don't take it personal you got to take a positive criticism um if you're going into a, a competition like that you got to bring it because these other bands, they, they, you don't know what's going on with these other bands. They, they, if, if you're going to bring it or you're not going to bring it. Mm -hmm. And you had the perfect opportunity to to do what you had to do. Um, but, I mean, hey, I mean, I've heard, I, and I sat there and watched the clips. And no, <coughs> that ain't the one band that I, I know. Um, so, that's, that's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. Not that y'all did terrible. terrible. It just wasn't what. Yeah. I know y'all can bring. Do, do I, was, can bring. I was just disappointed yeah. because I was looking for I was looking for more. I was expecting more because I I was like the one band about to sweep this joint. But then when I heard it, I was like, "That's it." I mean, they they advanced, didn't they? They did advance. Yeah, um, Hershina said I was there, and I agree. You can tell the connection wasn't there. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And um, I was able to attend the event um, as media for for, um, for Party Mode Live. And I was gauging the audience. I actually spoke to people that were in there that were there for MOB and people that were there for the one band. And I got feedback for both bands from opposite crowds. And I have to say that according to the voting, it was only... Let me pull it up because I want to be able to quote facts and not opinions. The one band only had 15 people in there. Wow. You so that was, that was, that's part of the voting is how many people you, okay. So the, the amount of people that you bring, um, one, of the, uh, one of the misconceptions that everybody is having about the voting system was that um, the audience was the tiebreaker. The audience was not the tiebreaker. Whoa. The audience is being used as part of your voting. But if you slacked in the areas for where the judges were, then of course your your audience would make up for that. 
Okay, exactly. gotcha. So it was very important that your mem- that your audience voted because they would be the swing vote. Like it wasn't the tiebreaker; it was the swing vote. Before, <laughs> like before. if anybody is familiar with the voting system, you got those states that'll be like, "We're waiting on this one state." Just because you know a president <laughs> won thirty states doesn't mean that he's going to win the election. You got to wait for those swing votes; those the ones that matter the most. And the audience was your swing vote. Um, granted, the one band won the vote of the judges overall, but they didn't win by that much. And it just should have been, it sh- I, like I said, I, I just expected more. Yeah. No, like I said, no hate to them. No, no. It's just, I know y'all can do more. Last time I seen them, Bishop was there and you can tell that he's gone. You can definitely tell that Bishop is no longer with the one band. The energy is definitely different. Mike just came back. You can tell that Mike hasn't been there in a while. Um, the energy on stage is different with Mike being there versus what I have seen um, with the one band at Red Zone. Um, I believe that, uh, what's her name? Um, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. In the band? Yeah. Ronnie. Ronnie, sorry. I don't know why I keep wanting to say Shamika. Is that her name? No, Sharonda. Ronnie Sharonda. Girl. Okay, I'm sorry. I, my, my apologies. I don't mean nothing by that. But um, because you know, some people take things out of context. Um I I like the way that she was running the band in the absence of Mike. The energy was higher, she was doing more. I was also very disappointed with the way that she was Presented. used in that competition. I felt like he held back on using her. And I don't know if that was his game plan, which I highly doubt, but he did not utilize her the way that she should have been utilized. Um, have they ever been in a tournament tournament or competition? Bishop, um, you um, and I answer that. I mean, question. long time ago. I mean, when I was when I was there, we've never if it unfortunately the opportunity has never presented itself where there was a competition or a tournament. Um, in the last four years that I've known, that I know about, so no. Um, I, I will, I will say this though, for whoever watching, whoever listening, like when you, when you in the public eye, you are in the eyes of public opinion. Um, where you do have the fans, you have people that come in and judge. You have a competition, you have tournaments, you have standards, you know, standards. You have outside people weighing in on situations, and then you have the media. You got ex-band members, you got whatever, watching. Everybody is watching this. So at the end of the day, I if I was still in the band, I wouldn't take anything that you guys say personal. I would take it as a tool to go into the next show as the next yeah. round and and, and and basically kick kick another band off the stage, yeah, pretty much. Stage. I didn't hear nobody diss nobody. Uh, unfortunately, though, the way it works, again, we are in the public eye, too. So people are going to be watching, and if you're not saying all good things about somebody, it's always going to be considered a diss if you're not kissing somebody's ass. So I definitely, if I was in the band, I wouldn't take it as a diss, so I just hope nobody else take it as a diss or run back, say this, that, and the third. But it's just facts, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't there. I can't speak on it. Um, I can attest to energy and stuff like that. I know these people personally, so I know what type of energy. I know the motives. I know this, that, and the third. So... I could, I mean, I was, again, I can't judge the performance that happened over the weekend, but it's just some of the things that you said just sound a little familiar. So 
I would say this again, though. If I was in the band, I wouldn't take that as a personal diss to anybody in the band. So, that's so, just what. Rosalind said, um, okay, Hershina said first. Let me, let me say Hershina's comment. I like that the fans are mixed a part of the vote because that shows what's really real because fans will ride. They definitely will, but unfortunately, the one band locked in that department, um, but they were able to do more than um, more than MOB on that day. So they still won regardless. So congratulations to no. them. Rosalind said they may not have known how to prepare, not sure. But it's a, it's a, it's um, a, it's a show. Know how to prepare. It's, it's yeah. a show, Rosalind. It don't matter if it's a competition or not. People, you're, you're in front of people. Even if you plan for free, some somebody had to get paid from something. You got to go in there and you got to justify why these people are getting paid. You got to justify why these people buying tickets. You got to justify why the sound man getting paid. You got to go in there and you got to give your all at all the time. Just, it's, you never have a room, especially how, how these, how I would say our bands are considered to be as lower level bands. We have no room to fuck up. We don't. Everybody is watching and they're waiting for the opportunity to say, oh, y'all wasn't doing this or y'all wasn't right. doing this. So we, it's, it's, you have to be prepared no matter what type of show it is. Real, so real quick to, before you get go going, ahead. Justice. Go ahead. Let let everybody know the stipulations because they. I, I know that's it's what like, I was about to get into. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was about to get into. So exactly, June. That's what I was about to say. So when it comes to preparation for this competition for this tournament, uh, face off, whatever term you want to use, this March mayhem. That's what I'm gonna use. There was an email. There were multiple emails that went out and. I was able to do my due, di due diligence and actually get all of this information straight from Montu himself. So that way nobody can say, oh, Justice is just speaking because she's cool with this person, she's cool with that. No, I did my due diligence <laughs> as a media person and went straight and got the facts. So every band was given emails and every band was given the criteria of what they were going to be, um, what they were going to need to bring. They didn't know exactly what they were going to be judged on, um, but they did know that they had to bring certain things that they were going to have to, you know, engage with the audience. If you enter into a tournament and you're told to make sure your people are in the building because they're part of the vote, what more preparation do you need? Obviously, your people need to be there and you need to be able to engage with them because that is going to be part of the system. Even if you only had two or three people in the building, the way that you interacted with those two or three people gets counted. So let me break this down for you guys because this is what the scoring is being based off of. If you guys catched, um, were able to catch Capri's show, No Great Area, she went over this and then I recapped this with Montu myself. Okay, you guys, so the scoring system goes as this. It is 50 points total, okay? Mm -hmm. Stage presence, uniformity, originality, crowd interaction, not crowd participation, Crowd interaction, it's a difference. And then creativity. So one of the things that I did hear one of the bands talking about was, oh no, we had the crowd dancing. We had the crowd doing this. That's not interacting with the crowd. It was crowd interaction, not participation, regardless of how they dance, regardless of how they move. How did you engage with the crowd? I'm not going to sit up here and tell you guys how to be because I mean what I what Justice J do on stage, 
Justice J always goes out into her audience. I am going to highly encourage you guys to step it up. Take the mic off the stand and go into the crowd and party with your crowd. Even if you got to put a mask on, I've had to do that at shows. I would walk through the crowd with my mask on and I'm still singing, holding my microphone. But it's the fact that you're interacting with the crowd and you're getting the crowd more involved and you can see the the energy change with the band. So moving on um, back to the scoring system. Just talk to um, the people. Huh? You can just separately talk to the people. Yeah. yeah. Just, just you, you've been on stage. How many times you talk to somebody and their whole attitude, their whole energy change in the crowd? Like, yep. It go a long way. Yep. <clears throat> so then your fifth vote of for the people, they have 50 points. 50 points. Your people count as 50 points. So making sure that your people are in the building. Capri has been telling you guys to get your people in the building. It is imperative that you get your people in the building because let's just say you score all tens i mean you score like fives or whatever on the on the judges scoring but then you get all 50 points for your people that made up for all of the stuff that the judges docked you on so that's why i say your people are your swing vote get your people in the building get battle mode ready and if you guys need help with anything, stop being afraid to reach out to the other B-level, C-level bands that are on your same level <clears throat> and humble yourself and just ask for help. Hey, I know you've been in competitions before. Do you have any advice? How can I do this better? It's a competition, y'all. I don't care what band you're in, man. Competition or not. Networking and communicating and just building relationships with other people, other bands can take you far. Like, it's just just imagine you networked with ten other bands, five other bands, two other bands, and their fans are watching and see y'all relationship and want to just support you off the strength of you rocking with the band. Exactly. Or you got other band members coming in and they say, "Yeah, I came to see Justice Band," or "I came to see Bishop Band." Now they're becoming part of your fan vote off the strength of damn, these some cool ass people, and I just want to come mm -hmm. showing some love and support. So it just it. It's not about dick riding. It's not about riding nobody coattail or jumping ship or this, that, and the third. It's about business and smart business. A lot of people don't know business. They just call themselves businessmen and businesswomen. You definitely got to learn business inside and out, and there's going to be a lot of things that you see and do that you really don't want to, and you got to do it, and it's just humbling yourself, like you say. It ain't about kissing nobody's ass or nothing like that. It ain't about dissing nobody or down down to nobody, just the right things to do. You got to do it. Hey, Pike, shout out to uh, to Pike King. He's on here right now. He is um, MLB. Shout out to you guys again. I'm not sure if you caught the beginning of the show, but shout out to you guys for even jumping out there yeah. to say we're ready for this. This is something that I want to be a part of. That means a lot. Um Listen, when we come back, we're going to finish up this conversation because we really do have to take a break, a uh, wow. music break. And then when we come That's back, really we good. do have our special guest, but we are coming. We're going to come back to finish our Let's Talk About It. Because wow. when we come back, wow. when we come back <laughs> not only good. am I going to be addressing day two, but you know what else I'm going to be addressing? Some other controversy that's been going on when it comes to the picking of the judges.
because everybody seems to have an issue with how they chose the judges. Personal opinions. Screw your personal opinion and go to the source and figure out how it was done. That's what I did. Y'all are tuning in to Party Mode Live, baby. We are the party before the party. And um, don't go nowhere, y'all. DJ Rick is about to crank out for y'all a little bit. And when we come back, (laughs) we do have our special guest, Kelly Wright. And uh, y'all don't want to miss that interview. And once that interview is done, we're going to wrap it up with day two. And then we're getting into the judges. Who's a judge? Why they was a judge? And why some people weren't judges. I'm going on straight. (laughs) <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all. Don't go nowhere. Share this. Share this live. Tell people to tune in because we hope we can get into it. And the upcoming weekend, watch Mayhem. Y'all know what it is. Party mode live. Just to stay. This your people. Well, Never gonna watch it. Don't be scared. Just sing along. Hey, see ya. I'm going on strike. I wanted to keep talking. They got me all interested in everything, and I can't talk no more. Damn it. See, Bishop, we ain't got to worry about that when she ain't here. We just talk. We just talk with you when we want. You know what I'm when she here, she just keep us in line, don't she? Let's go. You know I love my Justice J. Welcome to Party Mo Live, the party before the party, party after party. Justice J. Bishop King. And your boy DJ, we're gonna ones and two. This how we do it. If this your first time, make sure you put up the one to all the bands who participated. Great job. MA, I mean MOB. Make sure you send me some music, because if, if you don't, I'm coming looking for you. That's DJ Rick said that. Hunt King, did you hear that? I need some music. Make sure y'all support our B-League team. They doing great things. KG, great job, brother.
little big brother. Yeah, he's, he's younger, but he's big as hell. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to everybody today, man. Well, birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Walking wrong. It's okay to sing along in two steps.
TV and Amy Girl, Miss Justice J, Bishop King, and DJ Rick on the ones and twos. As I told you guys already, we do have a special guest that we are bringing to you guys tonight. And I am definitely honored to have him with us being radio personalities and him being an Emmy Award winning journalist. Um, this is an honor to have him on the show. But before we get to that interview, hey, DJ, uh, I said DJ June, DJ Infamous June, you already know what it is. <laughs> let's, let's play that. Run that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is your friendly conductor. All aboard the love train.
of love is easy to find if you're listening. The color of light isn't red, black, or white, but it's crimson. We all bleed the same. If you don't feel the green, it's all right. Just give it time, give it time. Come on, y'all. Get on board. Mankind won't survive if our hearts beat inside a hateful rhythm. You see, love isn't bought, but comes with a price of forgiveness. And we all bleed the same. If you don't feel it now, just wait. It's coming on a long train. Just give it time, give it time. Get on board. That means you. And you and you. Get on board. Get on board the love train. Everyone's invited. We're all united on the love train. Get on board. All creeds and colors, my sisters and brothers. Get on board on the love train. It's alright. Just give it time. Keep on marching on. Keep on being strong. Get on board the love train. Love train. Let's spread some love. Love, love, love. Oh. On the love train, y'all. I'm happy now. That was great. Ladies and gentlemen, Kelly Wright. Oak Tree. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Oak Tree. Thank you. Every one of y'all. Every one of y'all. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Hello, hello, hello. Good evening. How are you? We are great. How are you? I'm fantastic. It's good to join you tonight. Thanks for having me on. It is awesome. It is amazing to have you. Um, we are completely honored to have you. Uh, after reading your bio, I was like, oh my goodness. I said, I need to step my game up because <laughs> obviously we're not doing enough, Bishop. Like we need to, we, we need to get out here some more. Was, was that, was that video live? Uh, that video was taped live, recorded live yeah. in uh, in the Nashville area with uh, my good friend Trey Corley, who is the uh, producer for uh, a lot of the albums you hear from Donnie McClurkin. Uh, Trey's a Grammy Award winning producer, and uh, it just so happens that 
by some good fortune and some favor from God, he became the producer of my project, which is now called Free. And that was the song that he wanted me to sing called All Aboard the Love Train. Gotcha. Gotcha. Loved it. Loved it. I'm fans of live performances. Um, (laughs) Myself and Bishop, we're, we're both music artists. So we definitely appreciate the fact that you are a musician as well as uh, a journalist, news anchor, because that is what we are trying to become as well. So I mean, I don't know necessarily news anchor, but you know, we're trying to report the news locally about you know the GoGo community. So you're from the area, or are you just I'm in from Washington D.C., the nation's well, capital. There you go. Yeah, yeah, and I grew up in uh, Hagerstown, Maryland, and also grew up in Southeast Washington. Uh, finished high school back in my hometown of Hagerstown, then traveled. Uh, to Tulsa, Oklahoma, to attend college at Oral Roberts University, joined the Army after that, and then uh, after the military, entered into my career in television. And since then, it's been a, a whirlwind uh, of, you know, life lessons, uh, some, uh, some, some valuable lessons learned by life through faults that I've committed, you know, faults of my own and mistakes on my own. Uh, living out of my car at one time uh, on the streets of uh, Atlanta, Georgia, and Birmingham, Alabama, before having that prodigal experience to realize that I could do better and that uh, God had prepared me for something better. So I went back home, and my mother was right there, single-parent mother, and she uh, believed in me, instilled in me, the I think, the greatness uh, or planted that seed of excellence so I could get back up and start living life again against all odds and making it. So with you going from that to becoming an Emmy award-winning journalist, what was that like for you when you got that, when you were notified that you're getting an Emmy? Uh, My wife was with me that night and we, uh, actually I had just traveled to Benin, West Africa uh, in 1999 and when I returned I went there. First of all, I was invited by various uh, pastors in the uh, Hampton Roads, Virginia area that's Portsmouth, Norfolk, Virginia Beach, and also by uh, a young man by the name of Romain Zanu, who was from Cotonou, Benin, and he just happened to be the the pastor to the president of Benin, West Africa. And and Benin, West Africa, and Ghana had the the presidents converged to say, look, you know, we got to we got to set the tone. We got to set it right before we go into the 21st century. We got to let people know that we didn't initiate the slave trade, but our ancestors perpetuated by selling our own to captivity. So that right there was a whirlwind of a trip to go there and hear uh, the presidents of two slave trading nations talk to Black Americans and people of the African diaspora and, and say, look, we didn't mean what we did. Our ancestors didn't know any better. Uh, they sold the best that we had. They didn't sell the feeble and the sick. They sold the best of the best. And, and and long story short, what happened as a result of my going there, the president, Matthew Caracu, uh, talking to me, I said, you know, now that you've made this apology uh, to the world and to the African diaspora, what do you want America to know? He said, you must tell America that they're a beacon of hope. All right, more specifically then, what do you want me to say to African-Americans since you've apologized to the African diaspora? 
And he looked me in the eye. There were other people in the room. And he said, you must tell African-Americans to never see themselves as victims, but as victors, because we see you as being the modern day Josephs who helped build the global economy that we enjoy today. And I about fell off the chair because I understood the Joseph story being sold into captivity by his brothers and then rising to the top to mm -hmm. run uh, Egypt and saving Egypt from a famine. And, and then I looked at the, the African-American story coming here, being sold into captivity, spending years in slavery, but yet rising through slavery and Jim Crow and everything else we've been up against and helping to save this nation. And we should not forget about that. So that's what led to the Grammy. So on that night that I received, I'm sorry, the two Emmys, on that night when I received the two Emmys, I was, I was awestruck. I was humbled uh, because of the, the purpose and, and, the, and the story and the content of that story and how it had changed my life uh, in terms of understanding just how valuable uh, my people are and yeah. we continue to be and we should not let anything stand in our way of understanding that we are true victors we're modern day josephs and uh, we have contributed greatly to this country and to this world awesome so as my co-hosts know this is your first time meeting me but my co-hosts know that if i don't pass the baton to them i will continue <laughs> to keep talking so i'm going to hand this over to bishop so he can ask his <clears throat> questions so that way you can get back to me so i can finish asking <laughs> <laughs> i actually have two questions the first one will be sure. after going into the military uh were you able to actually be a part of any wars uh, no, uh, I went into uh, the military at a peacetime, uh, and actually in the military, that's where I started my television career. I, like you, I had been a, uh, working in radio. I started in radio at the age of 16, had my own radio show called Soulful Sounds, because there wasn't any R&B in my hmm. hometown of Hagerstown, Maryland. I knew a lot of the, the uh, DJs on WOL radio, uh, and they were able to help me out. And in fact, at one point, I thought I would be doing pretty much what you're doing now, staying in radio. Uh, but when I got into the Army, I did radio and television and also wrote for uh, their newspaper publications. Mm -hmm. And and once I got a taste of television after I got out, that's what uh, helped me. I didn't go into a war situation until I served as a journalist uh, mm -hmm. covering the war in Iraq. And, and that was quite an experience, uh, seeing war up close and personal. I was stationed in Baghdad at the time. Uh, covering all of the uh, Iraqi war in 2004 and was there uh, when uh, the, the, the handover sovereignty took place. I was there when Saddam Hussein was captured and I was also there uh, with the Abu Ghraib prison scandal. I was one of the uh, only network uh, reporters at that time to actually go into that prison uh, to wow. see where the scandal took place and that, that was in a that was an unfortunate thing that that our troops did uh, in in belittling and shaming uh, Iraqi prisoners that they had captured on the battlefield, mm -hmm. but then exposing them to shame by taking uh, unsavory pictures of them. Let me leave it like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So the, the second question would be as you were able to be a part of all of these amazing situations, talk to all these great people, different countries, different platforms, different this, different that. You winning Emmys, being nominated in the first place. 
when you go and do interviews with celebrities, do you feel like, hey, man, I'm one of you guys, too? Or, or is it just another, <laughs> is it just another, like, you know, hey, this is O.J. Simpson, let me, you know. How, how, do, how do you feel? Like, because what you, that is, to me is bigger than music. That's bigger than sports. That's bigger than inter far as movies and things like that. So to, to be sitting there knowing that what you actually do is impacting the world in a, in a more serious platform than what we're doing or they're doing, and you're standing next to them and you probably grew up watching O.J. Simpson play football. Yeah. It's yeah. like, how, how do you feel standing next to these people? Uh, like a, a human being who's nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so you still get nervous. I, yeah, I still get nervous. I still think, you know, what am I doing here talking to O.J. Simpson after his uh, first trial? I'm in the Bahamas. I'm in this wonderful place. It's beautiful. And, and, and it's, it's so surreal that this guy has just been acquitted. And he's walking through like nothing ever happened. And uh, there are throngs of people cheering him, and and there I am in a room interviewing him, and then being there among other celebrities uh, <clears throat> as he was uh, participating in a celebrity golf tournament to benefit sickle cell anemia. And there's been other situations like sitting down talking to to Ludacris and and having a one on one with him at the National Press Club here in Washington, or or talking to Denzel Washington. Uh, you know, numerous occasions. Uh, the thing that I loved about uh, talking to Denzel is that he initially, when we had our first interview, he was on his way to see President Obama. He had just talked to uh, the Boys and Girls Club, uh, uh, Boys and Girls Club of the Year uh, awardees at the National Press Club. So I was there to interview him, and he only had about 15 minutes to get over to the White House. And they were pushing him out the door. And he looked at me and says, no, I'm going to make time for Kelly. And what I discovered then is that his wife, Paulette, used to watch me. So I already had some idea who I was. And he said, Kelly, can you do this in five minutes? And I said, yeah, I can do this in five minutes. He said, my man. So <laughs> we, we sat down. We did it in five minutes. And uh, I congratulated him on going to see President Barack Obama and have a conversation with him. And and uh, we uh, had subsequent uh, interviews after that. There, you know, sitting down with Shaquille O'Neal was a blast. The, the the great thing about sitting down talking to Shaq is that we were we were actually doing this on the campus of Morehouse in Atlanta. And so Shaq and I, when we first met before we came out on stage, because I wanted the students to be there, it just so happens that the students were in spring break. So that what they did, they invited students from some of the nearby schools to sit down and watch Shaq and I conduct this interview. So Shaq and I started, uh, when we first met, we were inside the, the uh, MLK Chapel in the very room that uh, Dr. King used to go into. And so uh, Shaq is sitting there, I'm sitting here, we're seeing all these pictures of Dr. King and other people with, who uh, worked with him. And he just looks at him and says, you know what Kelly, this is, this is big right here where we're at right now. And uh, I, I had to agree with them. It, it, so the answer to your question, it's been, uh, it's been quite a ride. But every time that I'm sitting down with someone, like even sitting down with you, I'm nervous because I care about you. You see, I care about all the people that I talk to. I care about yeah. OJ. And when I sit down and talk to you, I want to be on my best behavior. My mother used to always tell me, 
Kelly, whenever you're meeting someone or wherever you're, whenever you're on radio or television, always be on your best behavior because you're an uninvited guest into someone's home. So mm -hmm. I take that to heart. And because of that, because of just my love for people, I want to be the best that I can be, uh, knowing that, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just like everybody else. Well, you're an invited guest here, so we want you to be as comfortable as possible. So <laughs> okay. let your hair down and, you know, you can, you can unbutton the, the buttons a little bit and, and relax with us. Because like we tell everybody, once you come on to Party Mode Live, you are officially a part of the Party Mode crew. So your family, once you come on here, your family now. So you are definitely invited, an invited guest, and you're invited to come back and return with us. Bishop, did you I have anything that. else? You're in trouble, uh, Mr. Kelly. Now, you know me, uh, you're a guest here, and, you know, I like to ask all the guests here is, you know, uh, uh, I need a shot, man. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I want to sit down and, you know, I want to talk to this and Shaq and Luda and, and, and you. And, uh, matter of fact, we, we talk off air, man. We get an interview just me and you. You can grab me off. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I want. I'll ask for more. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the best that I can do. <laughs> so looking at looking at some of the people that you were able to interview and some of the stories that you were able to cover uh, throughout your career, which you're still currently a part of because um, you're still currently an anchor, a news anchor. Mixing that and blending that musically, how do you go about doing some of these stories and integrating that into your music? Cause I'm not sure if you, do you write your own lyrics as well? Yeah, I do. I do. So I how do you integrate some of the emotions that you have covering some of these stories <sighs> and letting that come out musically? You know, um, I've reported on a lot of great stories uh, of, of excellence and extraordinary, I mean, ordinary people doing extraordinary things, but I've also <laughs> reported on a lot of pain. And my outlet for that is to write, uh, to write music, to write lyrics. Like there's one song called Take a Look Around. I wrote that based on true lifetime experiences I've had as a, a reporter and an anchor, as a journalist. And the song basically was, was written because I was sitting down thinking about what I've seen and how to make it tangible to me and cathartic for me, but also healing. And so what I did, I said, take a look around, tell me what you see. And this came as a result of Ferguson. Uh, and then and then subsequent to that, it also built up to other things. Take a look around, tell me what you see. I see a world filled with race and bigotry. Hmm. Take a look around, tell me what you see. I see a world filled with war and poverty. And in the streets we cry, this this is Ferguson. Remember when when they were walking through the streets crying? Mm -hmm. raising their hands, hands up, raised up. This is Eric Garner, this is Ferguson, this is George Floyd. This is everything culminating into this song. And uh, so we, in the streets we cry because our babies die from all the guns and all the violence. Yet we raise our hands and lift our demands, but the violence isn't silenced. Mm. Oh Lord, we need you. We need you right now. And that's that's the way I started writing that song. But then because of my faith, I know that it doesn't end like that because we're not, we're, you know, when we talk about voting rights and police reform, 
it seems like there's no end to the day because mm-hmm. you know, we have Republicans and Democrats, blacks and whites and browns and yellow and red not getting along. So I had to write another lyric to say, well, I'm just not going to leave you there because that's what we do as journalists. Sometimes we just leave you hanging because we don't know the answers. Right. So, but as a man of faith, I know the answer according to my beliefs. And so the second lyric went on to say, take a look around. I'll tell you what I see. I see God coming back to save humanity. Take a look around. I'll tell you what I see. Christ stepping in to stop our insanity. Hmm. And then it just goes on from there. I I try to bring a solution to it. But then there's another song I wrote based on what I experienced in Iraq. And then what I experienced in covering uh, breaking news stories about terrorism. And, And that lyric went like this you know uh the lyric was talking about in times like these do you ever wonder could it be we need a savior a lot of times we look for superman or we look some mar for some marvel character we look for uh, a black panther a wakanda moment and so um when i was writing savior i said we we need more than a superman in times like these do you ever wonder could it be we need a savior and and that song was about the, the you know in, inflicting the pain and, and the agony of a despicable act of terror so i, I do write about things that, that i've experienced in my life and then I, I write about joyful things too like this little light it's just me celebrating the fact that you know i get up every morning uh, i'm alive and i know that i've been been given a purpose for this day and the purpose is to uh to, to express some joy and in the midst of pain it's like Frankie Beverly, joy and pain. It's like sunshine and rain, you know, and, and, and God gives it all to us. But in the midst of that, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And so I try Amen. to convey that. Hmm. I, I, I got a very, very, very important question. And, and I'm going to ask you to think before you answer this question. <laughs> okay. uh, how, how, how long have you been married? 39 years. Yeah, definitely think before you answer this question. <laughs> All right. So as a, as a busy man, and, and, and you, you're, you're very educated, I can just tell by the way you speak without even reading up on you. You're very accomplished. But when it comes to your wife, I'm sure she, she's loving, she's supportive. How do you maintain a 39-year-old marriage being so busy and so well consumed time frame and not have her go insane. It ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not married and I don't have nearly as many things as you got going on and I have no time for myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then to have children on top of that as well. Uh, well, well, look, I, I've, uh, this is my second marriage. I was married once before for four years. It ended in a divorce, obviously. Out of that, I have a beautiful daughter. Uh, and then when Loretta and I got married, we uh, embarked on this uh, life together. And, you know, in marriage, you always have your ups and downs, your highs and your lows, your ins and your outs. And uh, she's been there, you know, through the thick and thin. She's uh, watched me. She's... Uh, looked at me and sometimes been just downright upset with me because of the, the busyness that I have. I, but I, I think what I've had to learn, to be honest with you, as a man, 
is to get centered, hmm. to get centered and focused on what it means to be a better husband, what it means to be a better father, what it means to be a better grandfather, what it means to be a better friend to your wife and not placing demands on her that I can't even uh, live up to myself. A lot of times, uh, especially for black men, we are we are bombarded with this uh, constant gnawing that we've got to be better than anybody else. We've got to work twice as hard to get there. And we've got to overcome all of the things that come against us because of the color of our skin when people are not recognizing us or acknowledging us uh, for the content of our character. And sometimes our character gets bruised and, and weakened. And, and what I found is that the greatest thing that we can bring to the table is as, as husbands and as black fathers is a dedication and a rededication and an affirmation and a reaffirmation is that through it all, I'm going to be the best husband I can be. If I've messed up, I'm still going to overcome that and, and still be better. If I've messed up as a dad, I'm still going to prove that I can be better. Because what I learned is that God likes to look at your mess, but not judge you by your mess. He'll take your mess and turn it into a message and make you a messenger mm-hmm. of his love, freedom, and peace. And if there's pain that I've caused uh, to my wife, to my sons, to my daughter, to my children, then that's pain that I've got to look at and try to, uh, you know, look at that and turn that pain into power. Uh, there's, there's always lessons that we learn as as men there's always lessons that we learn as women and uh, you know dr cornell west was talking about black love and he said if you look at the the nucleus of black love which he believes is deeply rooted in god's love what kind of love could compel a people to come to this land being dragged to this land against their will enslaved and have their labor uh not be rewarded by compensation and to have their wives taken away from them their children taken away from them because of someone decided i will sell this chattel property and still have enough love to try to come together and make inventions that would build up this country to make a life in a country that didn't want to give us a life Uh and to fight for freedom and return home from the battlefields around the world and still not be free. So as, as uh, Bernice King once said, you know, we've been bamboozled and, and don't fall for that. Fall for what Dr. King talked about, which is being a better person, a better human being and understanding that because of that, we need to have a seat at the table of brotherhood and brothers need to understand that, you know, like what you're asking me, I love the question. And I hope I'm answering it in a way that that is providing some some guidance for brothers out there. We we have got to love our families like never before. And yeah. we've got to and if the, and if our family has been broken, we've got to we've got to pray to God, get on our knees, repent of our sins and have God forgive that so that we can come together as a family, because sometimes we're so busy we neglect the very thing that's helping us. And that's our wives and our children. So you actually, um, you actually have another song that you did and we, you spoke briefly about it already. 
And can you speak to us about that song and just let, let everybody know where they can find your music at? Um, and then are you currently performing or is it just studio work? Um, you know, I used to perform a lot in uh, New York. Uh, the, the, the Cotton Club, I was a headliner there. Ooh, the Apollo Theater, I performed at Lincoln uh, Center. <laughs> I performed at the Metropolitan Room and then throughout various places in New Jersey. I've actually performed at various places throughout the world. Uh, so we're going to crank that back up now that we're getting to a phase of COVID that we can really start getting back out to do some things. And I'm looking forward to returning to the stage. Uh, I don't know which song you're about to play, but it's probably from my album Free, which is my new album. It's a, it's a gospel-centric album. It has a little bit of uh, R&B and jazz and even some country. Uh, but uh, this, this album, little light, I believe that's this what it little is. light, yeah. So this little light, take I wrote. Take a look around. Um, uh, oh, take yes, a look, take around. look around. Okay. okay. Well, take a look around. I think speaks to what we're going through today. And I hate to be so serious. I'm, I'm trying to have fun, but because <laughs> I'm, I'm in this mode right now, covering what's going on in Ukraine, and and Ukraine is only one tip of the iceberg because it's also. The, the, the hostilities that's been happening in Tigray, uh, which, is, which is Ethiopia. There's also the, the conflict that's, that's happened in Haiti, uh, where the Haitian people are not able to get uh, free from, from what they're going through. Mm-hmm. It, there's, there's wars and rumors of wars going around. And that's what this song addresses. And I was giving you some of the lyrics about it. And then here in America, we still got this political division. We still have this, this racial division. We still have the fight for voting rights and police reform. Uh, we've got a lot to get through in our own country. And before we go picking out the speck in someone else's eye, we need to take the plank out of our own eye. And that's what this song talks about. So where can, on? Uh, are you on all uh, platforms? Uh, all platforms? digital platforms. Uh, this, this, this album was released initially as uh, The Love Train, uh, which are, with a previous label. And I took it back from the label because I didn't, like the direction that the label was going in. I love the people there. I just didn't like the direction that we were going in with that label. Um, and so I, and then when COVID hit, that nullified everything that we were doing. So I took the the music and we've relaunched it now, independently uh, producing it and uh, distributing it. So you can get it on all digital platforms. Sweet. Awesome. All right, you guys, y'all heard it here first, okay? That you can get Mr. Kelly Wright's the executive producer of The Kelly Wright Show. Not a shameless plug, but make sure you guys check him out. <laughs> and then also, also check out, and also check out The World Tonight. The World Tonight, which airs Monday through Friday, 5 to 7 p.m., if you don't mind a shameless plug, on no. BNC, the Black News Channel. And tell people mm-hmm. to watch us. Amazing. So before we play your song, uh, there's one thing that I always get our guests to do. And seeing as how you're a news anchor, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to get this. Unfortunately, I don't have a, have a teleprompter for you, but <laughs> we're going we're gonna to test your memory. Uh, so we have a slogan that we like to say. And what I need you to do is say that slogan. So you're going to say, this is Kelly Wright. And you guys are tuned in to Party Mode Live, the party before the party. Wow, that was a lot. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Let me let me get this right. If that's too much, this, I can shorten it for no, you. No, no. Okay. This is Kelly Wright. And I just want y'all to know you're listening to the party mode live, the party before the party. 
And ain't nothing like a party mode live party because a party mode party don't stop. Hey, we're going to go into your song. Let's go, DJ Rick. <laughs> Mr. Wright, please take me with me. <laughs> they crazy around here. Take me with you. Please. You don't want to be anywhere else but here. Don't do that, Rick. <laughs> All right, you guys, y'all are hearing an original song by Mr. Kelly Wright. It was amazing to have you and just to see the catalog of work that you have created and that you have your resume is just extraordinary. So we would love to have you back on the show to continue um, to dig a little deeper into uh, your journalism career and your, your news anchoring career because we feel that it's very important for people to get you know, sometimes the inside scoop because we have a lot of people that are aspiring to be radio personalities and news anchors and journalists. Yeah. So I would love to pick your brain on how people can actually navigate it to becoming an Emmy award winning journalist like yourself. So if you're up I to it, we'd love you. to have you back yep. for another interview. I'd love to do that. I'm here for you. I want to thank you all again for having me on this wonderful program, Party Mode Live. And uh, if I could go back to my DJ days, 
when I was coming up and working in radio, we always had to have a handle. So I just want y'all to know that I was Killer Kel out to make you well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Y'all heard it. I, I didn't say it. Y'all heard it. Y'all already know what it is. Y'all are tuning in to Party Mo Live, baby. We are the party before the party. Powered by Google TV and Emmy Girl, Miss Justice J, Bishop King, and DJ Rick on the ones and twos. And a special thank you to Mr. Kelly Wright for coming on to the thank show. You. Make sure you guys check him out, okay, at the Kelly Wright Show on Instagram. And then also download his music on all streaming platforms. Kelly Wright, okay, you guys. That is W-R-I-G-H-T, guys. Get it right now. Thank Let's you. Let's go. Thank you so much. Much love to you. Thanks. Thank you. DJ Rick, let's crank up a little bit before we get back into our second part of Let's Talk About It. Because, you know, we like you said, you got a lot to talk about as well, considering this go-go March Mayhem uh, day two. And then we got to get into the judges uh, because there's a lot of speculation and there's a lot of talk about how the judges were, were chosen. So I definitely want to get into that. So let's crank up for a couple of minutes. And when we come back, we got a short little video to play for you guys. Just a recap uh, day one of what happened while I was there uh, with the one band in MOB. And then we're going to get into day two and everything in between. So let's crank up a little bit, Rick. <laughs> let's go. Look, hey, we're going to drink all the brown and all the white.
you guys we had to take a quick music break just because you know we didn't want to talk out of death but listen up yeah we do <clears throat> all right so yeah. listen we getting back into let's talk about it and i'm gonna hurry up because we ain't got that much time left but there are a couple of things that i wanted to address because i don't feel like i would be doing my job as being invited yeah. to this event as media without addressing the things that need to be addressed 
one, I want to say kudos to Montu and his wife and Big G for sponsoring the March Mayhem, powering the March Mayhem and putting it together. Um, shout out to the whole team from Love DC, uh, Love DC Go-Go, the whole Love Network crew, because it's a whole team. It's not just those three, but it's powered by Big G. So there are a couple of things that I want to address because so many people got in their feelings. <clears throat> feelings. Oh, deep in your feelings. And I need y'all to get out y'all feelings. You need to hurry and pick up your feelings. So listen, for the record, because one of the things that I keep hearing people say, and I have to address it this way because I just feel it's disrespectful for the for them to be able to put together an event like this and to have people disrespect the amount of work that went into it, it's ridiculous. And then for people to be on other platforms that are supposed to be in support of the go-go community, this is something for the go-go community, regardless of what your feelings were towards the people that had a hand or had an input in the March Mayhem, you need to put that to the side because it takes a lot to do something like this, to be able to hear all of the naysayers, to hear all of the negativity. I Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Montu. Thank you, Capri. Thank you, uh, Big G, for putting together this, this event because this is great for GoGo. And regardless of what your feelings were, how you felt it should have been, could have been, guess what? Montu is open to suggestions. He's not one of those people that has a closed door policy. So if you guys didn't like something, all you have to do send him a little message hey Montu, respectfully do you think what do you think about this doing this going for you know doing it like this for the next time what do you think about doing your own event because a that lot part. of people a lot of people who be talking don't do nothing that part we're talking down people somebody had the the guts to come up with this idea to help other people Montu, don't play in no band Nope. His wife don't play in no band out that I know of. Nope. Capri don't play in no band. I don't get I don't care like what what I got going on with her or anybody else. Like I didn't think of this event. You know what I'm saying? I could easily be like, oh, I don't rock with such and such. I ain't support, but it's not about me, it's about go go. It's exactly. about the community. It's about, you know, uh man, if it's not in our community, if it's not about you, people just don't care. And it's always going to be a flaw because it, it, it had nothing to do with them. So and once we get that out of our system, we just start congratulating to see what's on the surface. Like, man, no, they didn't have to do that. Like, for example, how many people sat here today coming on this show, about to watch the show, or even went out Martinez to say, hey, I'm going to check out MOB. Mm -hmm. I'm going to check out Members Only because me personally, I've heard of MOB, but I've never heard of Members Only. So when I seen the flyer, I'm like, who is these guys? The same for the other, the, the next day, Black Print. Never heard of them until this event. Mm -hmm. So that alone should let you know something was done for the community. Something was done for that, that, that band who's never had 
a Bishop King, Jesse J, DJ Rick, anybody even heard of them until that flyer came out. So exactly. it's not saying that y'all haven't, but I'm just saying like, who knows who haven't heard until that came out. So, I mean, it's just, you, you got to pick, people pick the bad things out of everything if they're not involved in it. Most Some people, people just don't understand the, the, the everything that had to go into putting an event like that together. Shout out to Martinis for even allowing them to host the event there. Do y'all know what type of stuff, like the costs that go into getting an event for not one day, not two days, not three days, not four days, five days. Five or six days. Come on, you guys. How much planning has to go into doing something like that? You have to give people their respect, whether you like them or not. To put something together like this, it is respectable. And I appreciate them. I appreciate them so much for doing something like this and taking the time to put forth all of this effort. Because I believe when I was talking to Montu about it, he said one day of of um, the sad the first Saturday took them weeks to put together. So just imagine how much planning is going into the entire event. They're still spending every day of this week to prepare for this weekend's events, you guys. Man, I don't. I always say you can always hate people, but not hate on them. It's a lot of people who hate me, but you can't hate on what I do. You can't deny on who I am and what I've accomplished and this, that, and the third. And the same goes for anybody. Like, I don't care if I don't like you. You cannot deny their success. You can't deny their grind. You can't deny their hustle or what they're actually trying to do and what their intents are. Like, it doesn't... It doesn't even fit in the same category as being real or being a real person because we all have ideas. We all have things that we want to do. Everybody in GoGo are doing something that can be criticized. So at the same time, if all we did was criticize each other, how can we even uplift or how can we even move to the next level? So I thank them. I mean, I'm not involved in it. I haven't even been because I ain't had the opportunity to, but at the same time, I'm still a part of the community, so it's helping our community. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate it. To, ahead, all, to all you haters, I'm gonna do my Shannon shop. You about to lose your job because mm -mm. you are detaining me. That's how I feel to all you haters. <laughs> I'm done. That's how I feel about all you haters. Moving on to the next thing, because like I said, I had to give them their respect, I had to give them their kudos. One other thing, the next thing that I need to address, Capri is not a judge. Capri is not a judge. So for all of the people that are talking about, oh, this man is going to win because Capri rocks with this person. This man is going to win because Capri's going to sway the vote like this. Capri's going to vote like that. Capri's not a judge. Capri is the host. So who's the judges and how they get the judges? The judges are being kept secret and they're being kept secret so that way no one can sway the mind of the judges. Now, how it went about selecting the previous judges um, from this past weekend, when I spoke to Montu, what he said was he wanted people in GoGo -Go that hold a certain experience or higher band level so that way people would be accepting of the criticism that they received. So there was a comment that was made last night 
by I'm gonna say the name um, because I just I don't care because I I feel it was just disrespectful. Um, there are no same judges for every show. I'm gonna just say that. Okay, there are no same judges for every show, and the thing, the comments that were made about what went into picking these judges, judges and choosing these judges. So what if you don't like somebody particularly? Um, so they were going in talking about Day Day. Day Day being a judge. Why is Day Day a judge? Day Day is a judge because Day Day put in work in the Go Go community. Day Day is a somebody in Go Go. All you you guys talk about so much of how we need to uplift and how we need to support. So why, when he gets picked to be a judge, is there negativity? But, I'm sorry, but y'all didn't say nothing about Tabria being a judge. If, Tabria, Tabria just got in Gogo when she got with Re. So if 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 they're they're saying like the Capri might be biased, and they didn't want her as a judge, and many people can say, well, what did she do? Well, Day Day, I mean, how can he be biased? It, especially if you feel like, oh, if you don't know him, or who is he? How can he be biased? I just, I can't, I don't appreciate that. Coming from someone who is trying to be a supporter of a go-go community where you have a network or a radio, let me say a radio show because they, they don't speak for the network, a radio show where people are downing this other network of people who have put in hard work to make an event successful. And the way that the judging went about, um, Rapidu was on there talking last night and he was talking about, well, why didn't I get picked to be a judge? One of the reasons you probably didn't get picked, I'm, I'm not going to quote Montu on exactly what he said, um, but the gist of the conversation and my opinion, I'm going to intertwine that, is one of the reasons you didn't get picked was because of the temper tantrum that you threw last night. Because you didn't get picked to be a judge yet. You kind of shot yourself in the foot because no one said that you were never going to be a judge. The judges have not been picked for every show yet. So there were still what? Uh, Saturday, Sunday, and then the final show. There were still three opportunities, three shows for you to be a judge. But because you decided to catch an attitude and handle things the way that you handled them last night, and I was, I was very disappointed because he is somebody that we're supposed to look up to and go go. How can I look? How how can I, as a musician in go go, look up to somebody who throws temper tantrums when he's not included in every single event? I can't. That doesn't take away from what he does on stage. So I'm not going to talk about that. I respect the man and what he does as his craft on stage. I respect it. But what I'm not going to respect is the disrespect that you gave during your interview last night. And you're more than welcome to address that. You're more than welcome. We have invited you on to Party Mode Live um, before you did not show up. You are welcome to come back onto Party Mode Live and speak no. your truth. I would, I welcome it. I would appreciate it because I believe that we need to have these sit downs and get a better understanding of what's going on because I believe you just didn't understand how the judges were chosen. And instead of you going directly to the source, going directly to Montu or going directly to Big G and asking, hey, why didn't I, or 
how can I become a judge? You decided to catch an attitude live on somebody's radio show and just say, well, why didn't I get an invite? Actually, 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 the way I look at this, 34 years in this genre, I done seen it all. And for your attitude to be where it's at, you don't need to be a judge. I mean, you, you done been in every damn thing. You done been in every damn thing over the year, over the decades. You, ha you have nothing to prove to nobody. Um, I commend them so much because that we needed this in go-go. Something new, something different. Um, right. Fresher, fresh air. Um, I get so sick and tired of the same old, same old. Um, people look at me a little different because I'm a DJ. I've been in a band before, so if you don't understand, you don't get it. Tough shit, you know. Um, I don't have any cut cards anymore about go-go. I'm sorry. Y'all got to understand me. I've seen a lot. I've seen it decades, and, and it hasn't changed. It's just the people change. But the yeah. attitude and, and what's, what's in go-go, the people, it's the same, you know, so I commend, and I commend y'all, you know, like the one band, MAB, uh, Mature Clientele, all these crank bands. I, and, and please, one thing I want to say, stop calling y'all B-level bands. Y'all band. I don't, and if whoever, the top band, they are band. They're not a B-level band. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying it. I get tired of y'all downing yourself as a B-level. Yeah, it's no such thing as a B-level band. Y'all, y'all go go band. So if anybody out there got anything to say, you can call me at 202 749 7903 There are there are a go go band. I'm done. All right. So did you have anything to address on that, Bishop, before I move on to the next thing? Nope. You uh -oh. got something to say. I didn't touch. Uh oh. I didn't push somebody's button. I don't care. My intention for what I said, I'm not going to apologize for, but my intent was not to hurt nobody's feelings. But I hope that it reaches your ears in a loving way because it was just unacceptable to me. June, what you got to say before we move on to day two? No, I'm right here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We don't hide, we don't duck. It is what okay. it is. I'm standing with my mob right here. Okay. So are you gonna have to go back on mute because you echoing? Um all right, so day two, you guys. Day two was black print versus obsession. And what I am definitely going to say is whew, day two brought out a standard. I won't say it was the best because, you know, we haven't seen all the bands yet, but it raised the standard as, and it set the bar to where now the bands understand, the upcoming bands that are playing up next understand, oh, this is what I have to do. This is the type of response that I have to get. Um, Black Print did very well. Very, very, very well. Musically, uh, crowd interaction, originality, uniformity, like they were, I felt like I was really looking at one of them videos back from the 80s <laughs> of one of them old bands because, you know, they had the, the glitter shirts. 
<laughs> it, I just felt like I was looking at an older, older band that's been here before. Like, and then I have to give props where props are due. Their singer, I did not catch her name, but man, you can sing your oh, yeah. butt off. Oh yeah, ma'am. I did not know that she was going to be such a powerhouse vocalist like that. I'm thinking, oh, she about to sing this old song. I'm pretty sure she could sing. But I was not expecting that. And then overall, we had we had Archie on the show uh, a few weeks back. So to go from interviewing him to then seeing his band perform live, I loved it. I loved everything about it. Um, Will I say that they deserve to win? No. Just because the energy level that Obsession brought went above and beyond. But what I will say, and these opinions of what I'm about to say are of Justice J, but trust me, my mom stands behind me, as June said. Myself and other people that were at the event, because I, like I said, I did my little walk around interviews of the people that were in the audience. So these were your own people that agreed with me as well as other people from, from Black Print Band. We feel that you guys should have been disqualified because it looked like you guys ran out of material. You didn't stop the show one time. You didn't stop the show two times. You stopped the show three times. The first time I was cool with because you were trying to hit, um, Deontay was trying to, you know, gauge the audience and get the crowd participating in what he was doing. So I was cool with that one. But then the second time I was like, what? And then the third time I was like, what the hell? I feel they should have been disqualified for that because when you're doing a tournament, you don't, if, if somebody in a basketball tournament was to just throw the ball into the stands and say, are we out of time yet? That's basically a forfeit, right? If you walk into the locker room before time ends, that's a forfeit. Who was this? Obsession. Wow. Although their crank, they came out like their first song. I was like, shish. But you could tell that they were dependent upon Pooh. I'm, I can't remember what their drummer's name was, um, what the drummer's name is, but you can tell that they were dependent upon the percussion because them boys were it what it looked like. And that's what I'm going to keep saying that what it looked like because I'm not them, so I can't say. What it looked like was y'all put the, the gas pedal to the floor and ran out of gas at the end of the show. And then you were looking for um what to do next how, all right y'all do we have another song how um, much time does they get each band gets on stage i believe it was 45 minutes okay one sec yeah but like i said he stopped three times i'm gonna i'm gonna say i'm gonna i'm gonna take the first time out just because the first time that he stopped the show was cool because like i said he was trying to engage with the crowd so you stopped the show twice to get a grasp on how much time you had left and in a tournament, sir, no, you don't, you don't do that. You don't do that. And then the other thing, because I touched on this with day one, I was disappointed with the use of his females. Yes, it's a crank battle, 
but I expected so much more from his female uh, Monty. Because from what I've seen with her, with him utilizing her in other shows. Is that the rapper? Yeah. She vicious, though. That's what I would... I would that's what I was waiting for. Again, I wasn't there, so I, I can't comment on what happened, but I, I've seen him live, and I've seen... She put on a show by herself. That's what I'm saying. And he did not He did not let her loose. Granted, it's round one. My advice to y'all, to Obsession, let that girl go. Because she can go. I say this though, you, I know you said it's round one with both day one and day two, but at the same time, it's more to it than just winning round and round or trying to win the event. You got promoters tuning in. You got fans, potential fans tuning in. You got sponsorships tuning in. You got us tuning in. Like you got so much that you can win even if you don't make it to the second, third, whatever round. And if you come in that thing, it's just like, damn, they didn't win. But I need them opening this show up. Like, I need them at this club. I need them at Eddie's. I need this at the Aqua. I need this. I, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never know. And it's just like, yeah, the judges got they list of criteria that they need to, and these club promoters got their own. And they might not agree with the judges. They might feel like, hey, y'all came and did. We need that. Exactly. Right. Y'all had 50 people, but y'all was losing other aspects where y'all can fix that. But your 50 people, like like Hershina said, the fans are going to gonna stand on it. They're going to go hand for you. So I would, I reverse, I would have that 50 people come in my club and pay me and, and have you work on the things that you're missing versus have you can do a little something and you ain't got nobody coming in. So it's a whole different ball game when you got a lot of people watching. So you just, exactly. again, I wasn't there. I'm just speaking off of assumptions and, and my opinion on just regular stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and last night I got the I actually got to see and talk to Archie last night because I went up to Martini's, and his thing was going into this wasn't to to go in to win or nothing like that. They really went in to because they're not a crank band. Get their name and out there. They went into just what you just said because yep. they know that other promoters and everybody's there so that they can get on these other shows and they've been and I'm gonna tell you if you watch his go watch his page I'm mm -hmm. telling you they got shows coming out there yin yang you know so basically that's you know that's what a lot of these some of these bands are doing you know so yeah. that that is that is part of the advice like you guys bring it when you are doing this tournament bring it because there's so many people watching there's so many people that are looking for a fresh face a fresh band in their venue utilize that and no you don't have to give you know all of your secrets on your first performance but let's just say for instance you don't win that one secret that you didn't let at, let loose could have made you win uh, every stage you get on is a commercial. <laughs> hey, can, can I add one thing? Yes. Um, I know that I did hear some people saying that about the bands. So what? What's I mean? A band is a band. You know who should have who this? This is one event. I mean, three hundred sixty-five days, fifty-two weeks in a year. If you are envy, then do a battle. We need more of them. So do one. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't yeah. shit on this. Just do it. It's simple as that. I mean, like don't even your own let them 
let that event play out and then just do one. If you think you can do better or if you see areas where you can enhance the event, then do one. Right. Stop bitching about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We've been doing radio for nine years at Party Mode Live. We support GoGo. We ain't got to talk about mayhem. We got we booked till July. <laughs> but this is GoGo, and we do GoGo, and right. we support GoGo. Yes. Go ahead, Rick. Hell, he got me so fired up. I forgot what this, well, I'm going to damn say now. I'm done. <laughs> Drink right, it so Listen up, y'all. Um, y'all still have opportunities to purchase your tickets to come to a Saturday show because there are two more shows this weekend. Listen, the doors open at 3 o'clock. The first band, RCA, hits at 4 o'clock. And this is another thing. The professionalism of this event is extraordinary and i think that is what is intimidating some of these people some of these naysayers because because they're doing things the right way because there's not there's not a thing of oh can i just pay you like this oh when i get to the door can i just still pay the 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 pre-ticket sale price no you're paying what you're supposed to pay at that door um the swag bags that were given out i got i received a swag bag with i think it was like a keychain a sticker a t-shirt and some socks Y'all, they didn't have to do that. I greatly appreciate it because the media pass was enough for me. Although I had, I had already purchased my tickets because I didn't expect to even receive that invite to be a I, part of the media. I, I would I would say this. I ain't getting no goddamn media pass. Me neither. So what, Y'all didn't what, come. Man, when I catch whoever on the streets is going down, I hope you piss on yourself. So I'm how right about right. you guys? You guys can blame me because they sent me the email. I'm just um, I did receive the email kind of late, but I'm not going to complain about it because I still received it. So Party Mo Live has been invited to attend March Mayhem as media. Okay. So we will have to report, and this is not the thing of because we just want to be in the building. We will have to report, and I think that is what some people are taking for granted. What happens coming to coming to these events? You're forgetting that you're media, and yeah. you have to report the event. So we was invited we, we where anyway? So I mean, it's March Mayhem. Okay, we we do that anyway. We I it's, beat it. It's, 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 oh, it's I'm not talking sense. about us. I was talking about for those that did not do that. Well, you know, you know, it's common sense for us. You know, I don't know about the month. Yeah, now that I'm invited, Monto, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> The next show is this Saturday, you guys. So if you guys haven't purchased your tickets yet, go to crank, uh, crankrock.com, purchase your tickets, and RCA versus MCB, Red Carpet Affair, for those that don't know what the, the acronyms are, Red Carpet Affair versus Mature Clientele. The doors open at 3 o'clock. The band clicks at exactly 4 o'clock. Okay? So if you miss it, you then you miss it. But this is the this is the catch. Once you guys are in the building, you have to stay in the building until the end because the voting boxes do not get put out until seven o'clock. So if you come for a red carpet affair because they play first, unfortunately, you got to stay until the end of mature clientele until the boxes get put out in order for you to vote for red carpet affair. There is no, oh, I got to leave early. Can I vote before I leave? No. 
the voting boxes do not go out until seven o'clock you literally take your capri will announce this the entire time you literally take your wristband off and drop it in the box for the band that you want to vote for that is your vote so when she has been saying and when i've been saying reiterating that it's very important for you guys to get your people in there it's important it could be the reason you win or the reason you lose I'll be there Sunday to fuck with Lit Band. Yeah, and then Sunday is CMB versus Lit Band. Um, same time at Martini's, 725 uh, Katy Drive, Fort Washington, Maryland. Make sure you guys are in the building. Again, the doors open at 3 o'clock. The bands start at 4. And the event is over at 7. You guys vote at 7 o'clock. Okay? Again, Saturday, March 12th, RCA versus MCV. Doors open at 3 o'clock. Band starts at 4. And then Sunday, March 13th, CMB versus Lit Band. Doors open at 3 o'clock. Band starts at 4. You guys can still purchase your tickets at crankrock.com and be in the building. You can't have an opinion. Respectfully, you can't have an opinion if, if you're not there. And Wednesday, Party Mo Live versus Party Mo Live. <laughs> Just that simple. Yes. I love you guys. We greatly appreciate each and every one of you all for tuning in and listening. Uh, yes, we did gear this show and center this show around the March Mayhem because it was just so much that I felt needed to be covered because I just didn't appreciate the negativity that they were receiving. So I appreciate you guys for even giving me and allowing me the time to address some of that stuff. Yeah. No Party Mode Live was not a part of any part of it, but what we're going to do is we're going to speak the facts and we're going to speak the truth. Also, April 9th, get your tickets. You know what I'm saying? We're still doing the yes. best trip. It's live. It's, it's popping. It's happening. If you haven't got your tickets, you get your uh, tickets through eventbrain.com. You can go to the Party Mode Live website. Uh, click on the link. It'll take you. You can get your information. You can fill out your uh, detailed information we need for the manifest. There it is. We're going to rock and roll on uh, the 9th all the way to Delaware Park. You know, Blackjack Table, all that shit. Party Bucket. Y'all, I mean, y'all, if you don't know, shit, come see. Come shit, take a come trip with us, y'all. Come, come take come a trip with us. Y'all see, see how we roll. <laughs> <laughs> come take a trip with us. And listen, Saturday is going to be so fun because not only am I attending the bus trip for Party Mode Live, I have a show as soon as I get back. So I'm be tired as hell. So I can't get too drunk, but... Listen, my best is going to be, be tart up. That's all I'm going to say. Okay? Get y'all tickets to come party with Party Mo Live on this bus trip to Delaware Park Casino. And yeah, it's $50 donation with a $30 rebate. Y'all are literally only paying $20 to get there and get back. We leave at 1 p.m. and we return at 9 p.m. Nice little Saturday getaway. And you know it's April, so the weather gonna be looking good. Can they smoke on the bus? Hell, can't smoke on no bus. Hey, Miss Fry, you can't smoke on the bus, but you can definitely bring it, and we can we can spark up once we we we'll put you on the top of the bus. I mean, we can smoke once we get there. Everybody you know how to park a lot of pimp. You hit your J before you get on the bus. You hit your J when you get off. Yeah, meet me, meet me in the back the of the parking lot. I had the pleasure of meeting Hershina for the first time on, I think it was Saturday, y'all. So 
she is just as crazy in person as she is in these comments. Like, yeah, she is. <laughs> and she, and she, yes, you is. And the thing is, if you got gas, then shit, the, 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 the jail lasts you till you get there. They put an hour and 15, 20 minutes. So exactly. You hit that gas before you get on the bus. Then you hit that gas when you get off. <laughs> hit it again. I'm excited for this bus trip. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Purchase your tickets. Come, come party with us. We don't have that many tickets left, okay? So get on it. Get your tickets because we don't want y'all to miss out on this event. And if you don't go and I catch you posting, oh, I wish I should have went, I'm right. I'm going to pull up on you. Pull up on me. Pull up on you. Listen, y'all. Y'all are tuning in to Party Mode Live, the party before the yeah. party. We appreciate you guys for tuning in each and every Wednesday right here on gogo radio live sponsored by gogo radio tv like listen we love you guys so much yes it is april 9th april 9th there is a link um or you can email partymo live at gmail.com and send all of your information um we will send out exactly what it is that you need to send back to us what is it first name last name date of birth that's it right june you're not paying attention June, you paying attention? His thing probably. Oh, I was going to say he's probably in the matrix. Yes. All right. So you got to send that information along with your payment, so that way we can make sure that you guys are on the manifest um, for getting into the casino. So uh, again, partymolive at gmail.com. You guys can send your first name, last name, date of birth to partymolive at gmail.com along with your payment. Um, you guys can send payment to uh, the Cash App at Party Mode Live. Okay, make okay. sure you guys put your first and last name in the for section when sending your payments. Yeah, we gonna go because ahead, June. That's a setup, June. Yeah. June, we gonna bring the music, I guess, June. You know, you know, you know, DJ Rick bringing the music, June gonna bring the, the, the cone, yeah. Exactly. We might got, hey, Rick, we might gotta put June on our bus, man. We only Ooh. go on one. We we only go on one bus. We gonna put them on our bus. Yeah. We only go on one bus. I told June. Believe it or not, I just told June I wasn't ready to go, but I I gotta go. What? I gotta go. Man, we yeah, because I'm I'm in the process of moving, so you I, see, I, I, I gotta go. Leave you on your bus, Bishop. And it, it ain't need you. I, I can't leave. Bishop. I can't leave Bishop by herself. So hey, Bishop, I can't leave you by yourself. I don't so, know if y'all ever rode coach before in first class. But the first half of the bus, is oh hell, yeah, that's coach. On the back of the bus, that's the VIP. We that's might throw a curtain up. Now oh, go on the VIP, stay in VIP, so you might want to get your tickets from me. I'm a rapper, so it probably is what it is. Yeah, talking about the 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 on, on the pony. Oh, June and them ain't got no music, y'all. My bus gonna have a, <laughs> a stripper pose, so I'm gonna be in the middle of the bus. Man, we got gas, we got the drink it, Jake. We yeah. might have some food, and we got free, and we got free wine. And if you get on her stripper pole, you get free entry into the VIP. So come on, I do hop off the pole and walk straight back into the hole, baby. The big, big bad. All right, listen, y'all. We, we got we we got to close the show out uh, one more time. Shout out to all of our show sponsors. If you or somebody would like to become one of our show sponsors, you guys can send us an email at, to partymolive at gmail.com. Want to advertise your business? 
or become a show sponsor. Again, PartyMoLab at gmail.com. Shout out to PPP Originals. Shout out to DJ Rick Sound and Entertainment. Pure Romance by Esther. Ms. Mac Marketing. Um, uh, what is it? The Diva Day Spa. And I'm trying to go off of memory, June. Don't put nothing up. Uh, <laughs> Metropolitan, Metropolitan Living Realty Group. There it is. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We love you guys. See you next Wednesday. Um, For those of you that will be at the show Saturday, y'all will catch me in the building. I will be there both Saturday and Sunday. So I'm ready to turn up with you guys because it's all about having fun. And it's all about, you know, just encouraging and keeping the hype of GoGo alive. So catch y'all in the building. Get your tickets. Shout out to Montu Mitchell, Mitch Craft, Capri, Capri Monique, the voice of the people. Be in the building, y'all be in the building this is definitely something that you want to be a part of whether you agree with the way everything was done or not be a part of it because that's how history is made okay yep yep we love you guys good night continue to be safe and until next time eight o'clock wednesday we are party mode live baby the party before the party yep keep an open mind y'all